Hello, and welcome to this very special episode of Gaming Fix, the podcast, uh, recorded by six friends from around the world, mainly just between like the UK and Japan, just that area. If you go through America, it's that way. Uh, on this episode 69 on the on uh, April 20th, uh, the nicest of episodes. I wish it was episode 69. Uh, double nice. Uh, episode 69 on 420. That's us. Don't worry about the actual order of the episodes. Uh, and a very special happy birthday to Allison. Uh, thank you. Yes, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, not having his birthday today, Sam. Hello. It is my birthday. Uh, also, not away. a very happy unbirthday to Pat. Uh, it's only five days until my birthday. Oh wow! So, wow, I I don't know when anybody's birthday is. Just <laughs> I know when my girlfriend's birthday because it's three, two, one. Easy to remember. <laughs> That's the important one to remember, though. So yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Alex Galinas hey, joining us from the Great White North. Yep. It's not my birthday. Mine was like a month ago. Woo. And Erica Hernandez. Uh, yeah, I got like, I don't know, like eight months until my birthday. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Killing it on the birthday front here on uh, Gaming Things today. So if you pay attention, you'll know all of our birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> Roughly. There's a quiz. Like roughly. <laughs> uh, so there hasn't been a quiz in like months. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a birthday That's quiz. True. We never got to find out who the winner of the quiz is. Yeah. I forgot to write down the winners of some weeks, and I was like, oh, no, "Well, I, it sounds like you have to go back and listen to some episodes." <laughs> oh, Maybe I can do an all quiz episode of episode sixty-nine. Well, that's <laughs> episode. I hope your quiz is ready. <laughs> uh, but we are going to get go jump to Sam so he can tell us about his game because he is got to he's going to have to run in just a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I only want to talk a couple of minutes about this because it's like a phone idle game. It's called AFK Arena, and basically the numbers keep going up. So, all right, moving on. Nice. <laughs> I, like, I can um, confirm I did play. The numbers went up. Uh, I really like my favorite Final Fantasy game is Twelve, and it's where you like set up your lineup and you set up your characters and then like let them run. And this is very similar in that like you get like your lineup together, you get all your characters, and then you kind of let the battle play out automatically. Um, and so there's like a story mode, but there's like no story whatsoever. There's like a bit of blurb at the beginning of each chapter. Um, and like you are faced off against other heroes from the game. Uh, they never explain why. Um, the forces of heaven and life and death are battling there's yeah. a dragon there's some weird stuff that happens at the beginning and then they never ever touch on that again um, yeah it's basically like a gacha game so it's very reminiscent to me of Fire Emblem Heroes which is the only other gacha game that I got super super into um, uh, but like instead of having Fire Emblem combat you have this like 
pretty quick, like um, real time. Uh, it's not a strategy because you can't move or do anything with the characters, but you can control their abilities if you want. Um, I usually set them on auto and the speed to the maximum and just kind of let it play out as quickly as possible. Um, the game in and of itself is, for me, is like collecting characters and growing the character roster and like leveling everybody up. Uh, and then, like, there's there is quite a few like, um, you know, like play by mail games. What are they called? Non. Uh, what's the term? Asynchronous. Not- asynchronous. Yeah, there's asynchronous PvP basically, and that you leave. You have like your team, and you put them up to protect you, and then you like, uh, while you're not playing the game, other people are challenging you, and you get like a world leaderboard. The highest I've been on the world leaderboard is 49 out of like however many thousand, which is pretty cool. Um, but also the daily reset is like a really stupid time for me. So I'm never a good level at the reset, which is where your rewards for the day are counted. But you know, it's Um, yeah, it's just, there's, there's not much to it in terms of there's, well, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of activities. Uh, but I would just, say give it a try because it's 100% free I already gave them some money uh, in a microtransaction because I had Google Play voucher that was like in-game purchases get so and so percent off so I just did that Um, and uh, I would totally recommend it if you want to be my friend on there, uh, there's a friend code thing. SGC. Oh, I thought you were going to say, if you want to be my friend, you'll join with me. You got to get, get with my lovers. <laughs> yeah, you want to be my lover. With my AFK oh, arena God. guild. Nice. AFK arena lover. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've, man, I've got like, th- now I've got like three gotcha games installed on my phone. I've got another Eden, Kingdom Hearts, Union Cross and yeah that's the real shit um pat you've got to play it i'm going to don't worry it's like 800 800 missions i know i was reading about it i've been researching i'm on i'm like at like 80 oh my god there's so much happening in that game AFK Heroes is pretty cool. Um, There's something lovely about Pat getting into uh, Kingdom Hearts. I'm I'm into this. (laughs) Yeah, they're all mainline games. I'm into it too. And they are all mainline (laughs) games. From what I understand, there's like actual real story stuff that happens in Union Cross. No, there absolutely is. And it doesn't happen until like mission like 636 or 736 or something. I believe they've continued to add things. They give you a message. Yeah, no, it's not finished. The story isn't finished. Yeah. So, Kingdom Hearts Three has come and gone, and the story of the mobile game is still trucking. I'm so into this shit. And things about Kingdom Hearts Three will probably be revealed in the mobile game, or yet to be revealed. Uh, but Pat, you've got another game that you wanted to share before Sam left, so he could appreciate. Yeah. Um, one quick thing, also, yeah. oh, I yes. played Creature of Havoc by Steve Jackson, which is a book that is also a game. You played a book. Nerd. Uh, it, I played like two and a half hours before I died, uh, and I died by my character hitting a wall and the wall falling on me uh, in a way that I could not predict in any way. So uh, I count that as uh, bullshit. But um, <laughs> I would highly recommend the, that specific fighting fantasy novel, Creature of Havoc. It's really, really good. And uh, I've never played a fighting fantasy before, and it's basically like solo D and D. 
um, where the book is your DM. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are written for kids. They're in the like teen section in the bookshop. But I'm not saying super teen appropriate, actually. Yeah. It's like a lot of long words and a lot of like blood and murder. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Yeah. So you are doing the blood and the murder? <laughs> it's, it's a bit odd. But um, it's yeah, totally. Yeah, those stories get really weird. Some of them, I've played Warlock of Firetop Mountain, but I've read little bits and pieces of other ones. They get strange. There's like a superhero one. There's like ones where you're the bad guy. There's there's a bunch of like weird twists and turns. Steve Jackson is a game designer that consistently makes me fucking insane. But also, he's when he does stuff that's good, it's very good. The problem is that when he does uh, something bad, it's very bad, and people like it anyway, and they shouldn't. But <laughs> I will definitely buy. I've already ordered the superhero one, so I will yeah. get that play. Fighting Fantasy is cool. Those are those are pretty, uh, pretty, pretty solid across the board. Um, it's a great thing to do while on holiday with yeah. no like free real time away from a group of children. Well, in <laughs> in stark contrast to last week, this week I played uh, like one video game. Which was a whole lot of Kingdom Hearts 2, which I'm almost done with. I hit a fucking wall on a boss. The difficulty in the boss is added in Final Mix, but the difficulty goes from like, I was having like a very good time with the difficulty curve. I found it pretty easy. Is the wrong word. It was, it was like just challenging enough. Um, and then I hit a boss that was like, that's like just fuck off hard um that you have to suddenly use like i had a build that i liked that was focused on doing a lot of air combos because that tended to work with a lot of different enemies in the game this is just like another dude with two keyblades i know who it is but i won't spoil it because he's technically like cloaked and i guess if you're not paying attention to the crazy story you might have not figured out who it would be but uh it, the it's just like you have to all of a sudden know how to do all of the parries and all of the like all of the mechanics that I haven't been using because I've preferred this other build. Now all of a sudden I have to know how to do them all with frame perfect accuracy. Like it's like, seriously, this is like harder than anything I've done in Sekiro so far. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exaggerating, which I'm not that far in Sekiro. So that's take that with a grain of salt, but it's like, I did it for an hour and a half and got nowhere near killing this boss. So <laughs> That's where I'm at there. I'm going to dive back into that well today and see about it. Um, Alyssa was disappointed last night because I didn't, uh, didn't, didn't play uh, Kingdom Hearts and instead played the game that I'm going to talk about before Sam has to take off in a, in a few minutes, which is uh, Lord of the Rings Journeys in Middle Earth, which is a board game. This is so off brand for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, wait. Does it have so X-Wings a, in it? No, it doesn't have X-Wings. No. Um, this is a video games podcast where we talk about books and board games. <laughs> uh, I I don't talk about it that much because there's not as much of an opportunity compared to Star Wars, but uh, Lord of the Rings is like very, very, very near and dear to my heart as well. It's probably my other favorite like fictional setting. It's, it's fantasy Star Wars. Uh, yeah, I mean, it came first, but sort of Star Wars is more like sci-fi Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, but, uh, this is, uh, this is a new Lord of the Rings game from fantasy flight games. 
Lord of the Rings license is a little weirder than the Star Wars license because while Fantasy Flight produces most of the Lord of the Rings games, there are some specific ones that other publishers uh, publish because they've been making them forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so not everything Lord of the Rings is Fantasy Flight, but uh, this game is interesting because uh, it's kind of a culmination of a school of design that that fantasy flight has been working on for around 15 years um did, have any of you heard of descent journeys in the dark i have uh just the movies so <laughs> descent uh the first edition of descent came out i don't know i remember seeing it 15 years ago but that was around the time i was first hanging out in hobby stores so it could have been could be much longer than that i don't actually know the date that it was first published but um, Descent, and then later Descent 2nd Edition, Imperial Assault, which is a Star Wars skinned version of it, um, Mansions of Madness. These are all games that um, sort of pit four players against a, uh, a player kind of basically dungeon mastering it. But the the player dungeon mastering is a lot more structured than a role-playing game. They don't have to come up with any stuff. They're setting up a board ahead of time instead of like more abstract maps that are drawn or whatever. Um, Usually they use tiles uh, to, to sort of have the different board elements. And it's also more competitive. The idea is that the, the dungeon master is trying to win and trying to kill the players. Um, and some of them, Descent and Imperial Assault, have campaigns. So you're kind of like building strength over time, both the bad guy and the, the heroes. And then um, Mansions of Madness is more like single. That one's kind of based on their Arkham Horror Lovecraftian stuff. That one is more single scenarios uh so anyway those games are cool but having played a couple of i've played through a full imperial assault campaign and a full descent campaign and the the problem at the end is that you sort of feel like if you're me if you're playing as the bad guy you feel bad crushing the players because like descent we played like 15 hour to two hour long sessions of and then at the end in the last mission i won and i felt kind of bad because the players were like oh man we played this like 30 hour campaign and we lost. Uh, so that kind of sucks. And then the, uh, the other thing is when you're playing as the player, it kind of feels like you're ganging up on, on the, the solo player. So I don't, I'm not a huge fan of those. Some people really like them. I don't like the way that it kind of makes you pits you against each other. So something they've done more recently, um, is introduced, uh, the use of tablet slash computer slash phone apps to sort of automate that dungeon master, character um so now they're fully cooperative so you can get an app for descent and imperial assault that lets you do this it's a little tacked on i don't know if that's the right if that's fair but it it, the game wasn't designed from the ground up to use this app so it's it's the app had to be designed around the features of the game so journeys of middle earth is the first time that the um the application and the game were kind of developed together and it seems pretty fantastic after playing the first couple scenarios last night. Um, this also means that it's really geared well for solitaire play too. Um, because, and, and this game in particular, cause there's no hidden information between players. Um, so there's, so you can play with as many characters as you want a solo and it's not like you're cheating or anything. Um, but, uh, the, it's kind of in contrast to the sort of legacy game, which um, stuff like Gloomhaven and uh, Risk Legacy and and Betrayal at House on the Hill Legacy, all of those games 
take this tack of like over the course of the game, you're actually modifying components in some way. Gloomhaven a little less. So you're just putting stickers on a board and you can get a reusable sticker pack. But in Journeys of Middle Earth, it's kind of that same, you play a campaign over 12 missions, uh, but you're not modifying any components. Your characters grow, but it's more additive. And then the stuff that changes is tracked in the app so that you don't have to destroy any components or like put stickers on anything. It's all done digitally. Um, and the thing that is before Sam goes, like I'm going to actually, I want to talk a little bit about the mechanics cause they're interesting, but the, the thing that's so cool about it is it combines the sort of larger scale traveling around a world map in one scenario with tighter tactical you're in a like courtyard or a forest tile fighting enemies on a like much more zoomed in map. So this, the change in scale that happens between scenarios is really, really cool. Like the first scenario I was trying to find this, uh, this bandit hideout. And then the second scenario was being in the bandit hideout on a much scaled down map. The first map was supposed to be like a huge chunk of the Shire. The second scenario map was like the courtyard and the inside of this bandit camp. And uh, so the, that change in scale is really neat and it does it without changing the rules at all. It kind of translates from one scale of map to the next scale of map because the rules are fairly easy to understand. Um, the other thing too, is that the, it uses the app. You need the app, but it doesn't, it's definitely not like you're playing in the app. You tap so on the app you for things. You need an online connection to play this board game. Thankfully, <laughs> <laughs> you don't need an online connection. You can play it offline. The how, app is, how are you going to get this app without the app? Doesn't have to log in. You can download but it once. You, you need to download, you need an on, you need an internet connection to download this app. Correct. So you would need to go, if you live <laughs> off the grid in the forest, <laughs> then you wouldn't be able to, to you go to your public library. If you would go to, if you go to the, whatever store you you buy it at and spend an extra 10 minutes in the store, downloading the app, <laughs> you're good to go. Um, it also means, it also means that, uh, they will release, they already have announced it. They've, they're releasing like a $15 figure pack that includes some more enemies and extra cards. And then near to the end of the year, that'll just slot in to any campaign. Um, you just tell the app you have it and then those enemies can appear. And then there's also extra campaigns that they're going to release through the app that don't have physical components, but that are like $5 and then you get a new campaign of, of scenarios. Um, and then what the app sort of does is you have all these map tiles and, um, it'll help, it'll tell you how to set them up at the beginning of the scenario. So the maps and scenarios are somewhat procedural. There's a general, like each scenario has the same kind of overarching goal every time you play it but the layout of the map what enemies appear when where certain search tokens and narrative events appear that's all procedural and can change from scenario to scenario so like the brief story that i'll tell is like i spent this first scenario trying to find this bandit camp i won it it was challenging but i definitely felt like confident in how well I was playing. And then the second scenario was going into this bandit camp. So like there's this portcullis and I need to lower it because that'll stop the flow of enemies coming out of the, the, the back of the base. So I ran one of my characters who's a pathfinder who has the ability to like move faster using her cards. 
I ran her to the back. Um, she's Barovor. She's a character fantasy flight created. Uh, and then my other character I'm playing with is Aragorn. Um, and I ran Barovor to the back of the cave, managed to shut the portcullis while Aragorn killed the few orcs that were out in the courtyard. Spoiler, the bandits have help from orcs. The story is not that remarkable. It's just, <laughs> it's pretty standard RPG fare. Uh, and then the leader of the orcs came out of his tent inside of the, the, the stronghold, the ruins. And so Aragorn and Barovor rush over to the leader. I'm able to drop the leader, but then I have to do an agility test, which Aragorn does not succeed at. And then he gets stabbed in the foot by the leader and the leader stands back up and is at full health. And then the leader just like destroys Aragorn. But what's cool is it was like a surprising narrative twist. And in this game, when you lose the story continues and you just have this, you know, I won scenario one, I lost scenario two and it adapts and changes to where you're going and it, it it really factors in if you won or lost uh sam do you have to head out i think (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's still getting ready so okay so i won't i won't spend like i won't read you the whole rule book or anything but um what i think is cool about this game while you're here huh do some magic while you're here yeah i think what's cool about this game is um there's typically most most of these kinds of games are you do a lot of dice rolling which makes sense like that's what you do in a lot of role-playing games um and some they've like descent and, and imperial salt have some cool methods of changing up the whole dice rolling thing but you're still rolling a lot of dice it's still a lot of like what does my equipment give me i roll that many dice and i pass or fail um and that's fine, but it, it, it's not particularly exciting to me. Um, Gloomhaven has a really complex card system where you have a hand of cards. It's really, really well made, but I also don't play that game very often because it's such a huge strain, like cognitively to play two characters in that game. And you kind of have to, when you play solo, um, because you have to sort of program out your turn in Gloomhaven in a way that is awesome. Like it's, incredibly deep and complex and really cool but it's also hard and it's like and in gloomhaven when you lose a scenario you have to play it again so like when i play it i'm usually sitting and kind of bashing my head against this scenario a few times and it's because i should get better at the game um but and i don't want to like say it's not great but it's it's a little heavy uh to play on a thursday night after work or whatever um so the way the lord of the rings works is you have a uh a character deck of cards so you all you really have in front of you when you're playing is you have your character sheet which gives you your statistics and it gives you some uh your special ability that you can do and then you have and that's the first thing you choose is what character do you want to be and then you also have a role um and your role gives you a set of skill cards which your character also gives you a few skill cards. And then there's some basic cards that every character has. Um, and then you get a set of items, but it's very small. Like Aragorn starts with a sword, a banner and a travel and traveling garb. Um, and so then you have this deck of like 15 skill cards. Uh, it's 14 like useful cards. And then you get one weakness card, which just acts as a dead card in the deck. And each skill card can do a thing. Um, and, and at every turn you get to draw a number of skill cards and set one as a prepared card. So you'll be able to use that card's ability at some point in the turn. Um, other effects, Aragorn, for example, is very good at this. Other effects let you prepare more cards over the course of your turn. 
Um, but then every card can have a little symbol up in the upper left that tells you if it's a success or not. So when you go to do a skill check, you flip cards from the top of your deck and then count the number of success symbols that show up on the cards. So it's still randomized and it's still kind of effectively like a die roll. But when you test wisdom, for example, if you have a wisdom three, you'll flip three wisdom, three cards from the top of your deck. And then the number of uh, success tokens tells you how much or success symbols tells you how much, like whether you succeeded and to what degree. Um, and there's a number of ways to, to like stack the deck. Like that's the thing Aragorn is very good at is stacking the top of his deck to make sure that you know how many and when your symbols are coming. So it's, it's luck, but it's luck that you can kind of exert some control over. Um, and he can help other characters do that too. So while picking him instead of Legolas means that you're not going to be able to do as much damage because Legolas is like very powerful damage dealing abilities. Aragorn is going to give everybody the chance to like, um, have a better idea of what cards are coming from the top of their deck. Uh, and so ultimately it's really simple because that's like, you can do three actions in your turn and you can do what you do. Well, you can do two actions of three different things. You can move attack or interact with something on the map. That's it. And you can do the same thing twice or two different things. Um, and then when you, when something tells you to test a skill, you flip the number of cards for whatever skill you're testing, check the success symbols. And that's, that tells you if you've succeeded or failed, that's like the bulk of the rules in a nutshell from there cards modify that combat's a little bit different same principle but a little bit different but like you can tell someone that that's how the how, the, how to play and then the game will just sort of flow from there it's not like you need to spend a half hour to an hour looking over rules and teaching everyone how everything works um, but because of the way it works there's enough strategy and depth there that as you sort of develop your character there's a lot to think about like you have to weigh this card's ability is good, but it doesn't have success symbols. So it's kind of a dead card for skill checks in my deck. Um, and a lot of that stuff is just very neat. And when you combine that with sort of the changing scale and the way that it, the story adapts based on choices you make, like in the first scenario, at one point I found a, a dark tome sitting in, uh, in a, in a field and, I tried to interact with it and uh, it gave Aragorn a bunch of fear damage. And so I was kind of like, ah, fuck that. I'm not going to do anything with that, but who knows what would have happened if I had interacted with it. Like that could have created a branching path in the story. It could have also been nothing could have just been an item. It's neat the way that all that stuff interacts. And because of could, because you don't, the app is really good at like obfuscating a lot of that stuff. So you really don't know where it can branch and what it can do. Um, but it's a really cool game. It's very expensive. Uh, it's like a hundred bucks, which is a lot for a board game, uh, but, yeah. but, uh, but, but it seems really replayable and it's really, really cool. Um, and the expansion combat or content that's coming seems like it's not going to be like super through the nose. Like the, the new, the model pack that's coming is like three models and some cards and it's 15 bucks which is less than a X-Wing ship, for example. Uh, so I highly recommend it if anybody has a chance to play it. And if you're looking for like a very accessible, like really easy to get on the table uh, board game for like a group, it's, it seems really good for that too. Does it have Elijah Wood? 
Sean Bean or Viggo Mortensen? <laughs> uh, so, no, they don't have the movie license. So, do they have uh, Tom Bombadil? No. So, the characters in it. There's a, there's a, I forget her name, but there's an elf woman and then there's bear of war. Those are the two, I believe FFG created characters. And the other characters are, uh, Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli and Bilbo. Um, which, yeah, you can make an argument that like, this is set before the Lord of the Rings, obviously. And Bilbo, Gimli and Aragorn never went on an adventure together before Lord of the Rings. But you know what? Who cares? Where is Whatever. Tom Bombadil? For all I know, he could show up. Uh, don't Bombadil no style. Doesn't don't Aragorn and Legolas know each other? In theory, they know each other, but like we don't know if they've. I mean, I guess there's nothing saying they couldn't have. Like I, I thought they knew each other before that. They did. They knew. I mean, everybody yeah. kind of knew of each other at Rivendell. But, yeah, Aragorn. He's tied with the elves. So anyway. Uh, yeah, that's okay. That's cool. Uh, I wish I could play more board games, but living in Japan with not so many foreigners around, it's tough. I'll Uh, say too, this is like maybe not a concern to anyone here, but, um, for me, like the amount of space you need to play a board game, it doesn't determine whether or not I will play something. I'll make it work, but I like it when I can fit something onto my card table. And yeah. this, this game is like the perfect amount of table space. If it's like, I have a, a normal folding card table um, and it fits like perfectly on it with an iPad to run the app and everything. So um, it's, it's got a really nice kind of board size uh, as well. Would you describe this board game as bougie? Um, I, I wouldn't because I think that like, the, I, I don't know. I think of bougie to take, like to sort of take what you're saying seriously. I get this a joke, but like, I kind of think of bougie as super fancy without a lot of substance. And I think that fantasy flight in general, their games deliver on that substance in a way like they're expensive and they're, um, they, they have a lot of components and stuff, but, um, but it, it's not, it's not like playing like I, when I think of bougie, like there's like a Catan set that's like all 3d. It's like, like it's it's like $400 and like this beautiful pre-painted 3d model basically on your table, which why I don't like that game in the first place. So I can't understand why anyone would do that. But, but, but that to me is bougie because it's not adding anything to the game to have such lavish components. Um, Whereas having the miniatures and stuff in this game actually like adds something to it. Um, I think. And so I don't know that I would use the word bougie expensive. I can't tell you that it's not expensive, but I think it's worth it. Um, because of how replayable it is. I mean, I think you could play this game for hundreds of hours probably. And with what's in the box and it would be fun. So speaking of bougie, Alex, what did you bring this week? (laughs) I don't know what that means. Guys, I'll speak to you next week. Okay. Bye, Thanks, Sam. Bye, Sam. Bye. Wow. Just as I'm about to talk about the game of the year. He didn't care. Okay. You're uh, playing Kingdom Hearts 3? Yeah. <laughs> of course. No. Uh, I'm playing an actual good game. Uh, uh, actually, if wow. you were watching the stream or the video <laughs> version of this game, you quote unquote heard me talking about this then uh, but my microphone was broken so it was edited out of the audio version so st- oh buck- yeah buckle in you guys we're talking about again about the game superland 
Yeah. Okay. This time I, I, I couldn't understand anything you said last time. So this is good. <laughs> so, so this is all fresh to you. Yeah. Um so Superland is uh how do I even start? Okay, wait, this is Supra land, right? Yes. Like not super supra. Correct. Supra. Like intonation D, they're like supernatural no not not supernatural supranatural exactly <laughs> of destiny yeah um so i found this game it's another one of my random steam finds where i just go to steam look for what's new and then just like oh this has an interesting title or this seems like a weird indie game so check it out in the dark Yep, just like a dump in the dark. <laughs> um, and this one, it, it was a winner, actually. Um, it's about 20 bucks. You can get it straight on Steam. I think it's coming to other platforms, if not already there. Um, it's this lateral thinking puzzle game. Uh, so kind of like your portals or whatever. Uh, but it's also kind of a Metroidvania, where like you'll see some puzzles that will be gated by skills that you might not necessarily have yet. So you're like, I have no idea what this thing does, but hey, uh, I can probably come back to that. But uh, it also feels really fun and balanced. So like um, in terms of the puzzles themselves, it feels somewhere between like Portal and the Talos Principle, but with a bit of like, let's say the Witness thrown in. Uh, the witness okay, specifically, <laughs> the witness specifically, like how you uh, wander around and explore the environment, and then like find a ton of side puzzles along the way that like will introduce you to little tiny mechanics that are only used for that little section or st- you know stuff like that, uh, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And it also takes the only good part of Breath of the Wild, uh, <laughs> which is that it like really rewards exploration. So. Like sometimes it feels like you're breaking the game by uh, climbing to out of bounds places, but then you get up there and there's like a chest that's waiting for you with upgrades. So you're just like, so oh. that just sounds more like uh, Mario Odyssey, where they're like, hey, get up here, yo, you jump through the wall, then up here, and hey, there's a bunch of coins. Yeah, there's also that, but Breath of the Wild I felt did that okay. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to give it prop- it props for the only point where it's due. Anyways, um, so like it's the Metroidvania aspect of it is actually really cool because the upgrades to your abilities are actually like awesome and creative and like kind of unique. Uh, I I don't want to ruin any of them because because they are creative and unique and it's better to just kind of come like run into them naturally. But I think I'm definitely going to play this game too. So I appreciate that. Like here's one of my favorites so far, which isn't really like spoilery for a puzzle yeah, game, yeah. but like one of them has been armor, which you're like, oh, it's just armor. Who cares? But when you get it, it, it does give you the expected damage reduction because there is combat in the game. It's a first person uh, game where there's enemies. So you have like this sword. But um, but uh, when you have the armor, it nullifies any damage below a certain threshold. So like all of a sudden, the very low level enemies, they don't even do damage to you anymore. Uh or like you, you touch cactuses or uh, cacti, whatever. Who cares? Uh, once you have armor, like they don't eat, touching them doesn't do anything. So uh, it changes the way you can do puzzles because that means you can jump on top of cactuses now. So like you're like, oh wow, I look at the world in a different way now. I can jump from cactus to cactus, and you know stuff like that. It's really clever. Um, something that could have been a pitfall. Uh, is that it's extremely referential, which like for me is usually super hit or, hit or miss. Does it reference Pitfall? No, <laughs> there's no. I didn't see anyone named Harry. So and no, no alligators no, no, no in like pits. No, okay. No, no swinging on vines that I've seen. 
but like it hits those references more often than it doesn't. So like you pick up a coin and it's a straight up this, this, the coin sound from Mario or you, op- you open a chest and it plays like a Zelda like jingle and you, mm-hmm. you, and you kill all the enemies in an area and it plays the Skyrim like dum dum sound, stuff like that. <laughs> like it's, it's really good. Uh, I think it's a great, great, great puzzle game. Um, and it has a demo on steam, which is really, really generous. You can probably get about an hour out of that demo and like, it's not really limited in any way. Um, and any progress you make in the demo pulls straight into the actual game. So, uh, it's a good way to tell if that game is going to be for you. So I totally recommend it. I'm about two hours in. It's about a 15 hour, 15 to 20. Yeah. The steam page says 15 to 30. Okay. Yeah, I can totally see it being thirty if you really. So, so if you're if you're real dumb, <laughs> thirty hours. Who's <laughs> thirty three? Got it. But you know, after Baba is you, I could use something that makes me feel smarter. Yeah, oh, God, it, it yeah. is one of those games that makes you feel like, oh, that was really clever. So yeah. The, uh, cool. Yeah, uh, Superland is. Great. I just downloaded the demo, so it, that all sounds really neat. Yeah. It's got a pretty cute aesthetic too. It looks like it's like a toy box aesthetic. Yep. Kind yep. of. It is like it's, literally you're playing as a toy. I think Yep, you're playing as like, uh, there's like red action figures versus blue action figures. And you're one of the mm-hmm. red ones. Um, it, it's story is really dumb, but it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of charming that way. That's yeah. Well, maybe it'll get like super crazy. You always come to us with these games that like have really intense stories. And if you're only two <laughs> hours into this, I don't, I, I can't even begin to think where this could go. Yeah, maybe it ends up being really existential or something. Who knows? But, yeah. Uh, I, it turned into I, a visual novel three hours in. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. But no, uh, it's made by one guy also. So I think... like He runs I, out, ran out of money, so that's why he made it a visual novel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, thoroughly recommended. It's super good. Cool. Uh, that's yeah. I'm looking forward to playing that. Uh, Allison, birthday girl. Yeah. What, what would you like to share with us? Okay, so I have a, games. I have a lot of games. So I, I I don't have a lot that I'm going to talk about for that one. But uh, just maybe want to start out with the reason I was gone last week, which is because I was at Star Wars Celebration. What's that? Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can mention about the movie series Star Wars, which is, uh, is that like, is that like Lord of the Rings? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like a sci-fi Lord of the Rings, absolutely. It, oh, okay, so Star okay. Trek. Does it, does it yeah. have Tom Bombadil? <laughs> <laughs> Who would be the equivalent of Tom Bombadil in Star Wars? Does it have Viggo Mortensen? Uh, you know, I don't know, but I do have to say that it's Maz Kanata. Oh my god! <laughs> Is Tom Bombadil a union buster? Wow. Maybe. I, we don't okay, know. That is like that is like the one part I, I love The Last Jedi. Don't don't at me. Actually at me and I'll I'll fight you. But uh that is like my least favorite part of the The Last Jedi. Uh to be fair, we never find out which side of the union dispute she is on. But oh, okay, okay. You know, this is gonna be my head kid, is that she supports unions. Got but, it. Um, <laughs> She supports unions, guys. No, uh, no. Uh, when we were talking about the similarities or how uh, Star Wars is 
uh, sci-fi Lord of the Rings. And I was like, oh, they, you know, they both end with weird, wrinkly guys being thrown into giant holes. That's true. Theoretically dying. So look forward to Gollum returning and uh, Rise of Skywalker, the Rise of Gollum. Yeah. Gollum's <laughs> coming back. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a five day Star Wars convention. I am still not 100% uh, recovered from it. I got like, sick. Like uh, and also oh, yeah, I emotionally, sick. physically, mentally, like all of the above. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm still achy. I think I pulled something in my back while I was there and I'm like, I got sick from it, but it was 10, to, 10 out of 10 worth it every, every step of the way. Um, so I, I heard that you guys talked about the uh, Fallen Order stuff revealed last week a little bit. Yeah. Uh, th- there's not, oh, like, other than the trailer, which I still didn't watch with audio, there's not a whole lot to say yeah. about it because there's I, no gameplay out, right? Right. Which, which is, I, I was actually able to be at that reveal, and I was a little bit... Like, it was exciting to be in the room, but to be perfectly honest, I was a little bit disappointed by how much they revealed, I guess, because it felt like they were just basically like, here's a trailer, let's, mm-hmm. here's a story trailer, let's kind of pad it out. <laughs> like, yeah, because E3's coming up, and, like, right. you know, of course, Star Wars Celebration, so they want to have a thing, but yeah, because the game so soon would have been cool to get at least a little bit of something. Yeah, like at least a little snippet of like, here's a, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, here's a here's lightsaber fight. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, here's a lightsaber battle. It look how cool it looks, and I'd be like, yes, it looks cool. Let me give you money, but oh. it, it was. Uh, we'll see how I feel about it. Um, the main character doesn't seem very interesting to me yet. But the I, I'm a droid fan, and BD One seems really cute. So I'm like, "Whoa, respawn's real good at writing robots." Oh my god, yes they are. <laughs> so I'm like, please, if, if I could just hang out with my with my droid. Oh, what was the name of the, the dang robot that you were best buddies with in Titanfall Two? BT. Yeah, BT. B- right. Yeah. Oh, if there's a BT equivalent in that game, I'm totally in. I don't okay. think there'll be a giant mech that picks you up and carries you around and puts you inside of and its body. Uh, yeah, in terms I don't of, think you're going to get that. In terms well, of, I, in terms of writing, that, in giant, in terms of giant emotional investment, Star Wars, giant, like there, there's there, there are mechs, but and they have do they have giant lightsabers like the robot and Avatar? Uh, no, there that should probably exist. Yeah, man. Oh man, that'd be so yeah, cool. Speaking of, Avatar. what if that's like the climax of that game? We're, okay, we're making a Star Wars wait, game. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Side note, sorry, Allison. Uh, Cheska and I have been watching Avatar: The Last Airbender because she's never seen it before. That show's still really good. That's all. Secret tunnel. <laughs> I, I, I think about secret tunnel like at least weekly. I don't even like Last Airbender, and I think about secret what? Tunnel. You're off the podcast. Get out. I what? Hang up your mic and headphones. Uh, It's eh. to be honest with you, I think you're the first person I've ever heard say that they don't like that show. I just whatever. I I did. You know what? I didn't think the M Night Shyamalan movie was that bad. Wow. Okay. Okay. I haven't seen that much of the show, but like that movie was. I'm not. Yeah, but I'm. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying I think people overreacted. 
It was trash. It was straight <laughs> trash. And that's, you know, if that's how you feel, that's probably how you feel about the last airbender. But, but you know, you know what doesn't seem to be straight trash, Allison? Yeah. That katana, whatever that thing. Is. Yeah. Yeah. So actual video games. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of video games I've been playing this week, uh, mostly because when it's my birthday, I'm just like, Ooh, I could buy whatever game I want. That's how it works. Right. Uh, yeah. so I bought Katana zero, which just came out on switch. Uh, and I, in PC. Yeah. 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 It's also yeah. on Steam. And, uh, it's, it's really good so far. Uh, and so basically it's, it's really, I've seen a lot of people compare it to hotline Miami. Uh, but it's, uh, instead of the, uh, top down, it's a, it's a side scroller. Uh, but basically the kind of gameplay loop is that you have to get through each room without taking a single hit. Cause your, your hit will, you'll die. So you uh, kind of have to keep working through the room and figuring out your solutions to it. Uh, but you also have uh, a, like a sword, a jump button, and also you can slow down time, which uh, really helps actually when people are, sh- are shooting at you. Um, but then uh, the, the kind of cool loop of it is that in a very... Uh, um, super hot kind of way. It replay it after you finish a room. It replays it for you, but without oh, cool. any of the slowdown. So yeah. you're just like, yeah, look at how good I was. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Even though like half of it, you're like slowed down and just like, just like okay, here's the bullet. Then reflect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was it, but the uh thing that i i'm actually really interested in is that it is it seems like the story is going is getting really interesting uh you have quite a few options where you uh uh have like real-time conversations with people so you are you have several different options you can choose from and there's a time bar that you know, kind of forces you to make a choice or you can interrupt or, or things like that. And there are enough times where, uh, stuff changes that I'm like, kind of wondering, uh, you know, how much the choice will matter. Um, like I, I'm playing through, uh, like uh, this is this is really 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 early on, so it's not really a spoiler. But there's and also it's in the uh, giant bomb quick look. But there's one point where you're trying to get into this hotel, and your your character is uh, noticed the dragon, and so you're just wearing this giant thing. You're always carrying a sword, so you're very conspicuous. Like if people see you, it's clearly obvious. Like oh shit, that's the dragon. He's gonna fuck shit up. Uh, <laughs> But you can, like, for this one, you walk into the hotel. And it's if the, pers- the person at the front desk is like, "Hey, what, what's up? Like, why are you dressed like that?" And uh, you can straight up answer, "Oh, it's cosplay." And <laughs> uh, it kind of bullshit your way through. Like, y- yeah, it's from this series. Haven't you heard of it? It's not on the uh, 
version of uh future version of netflix because it's it's not for casuals or whatever and the person at the front desk is like okay and then like at the end of the level you can walk out and they're like wait and, and like a cop is like wait why are you covered in blood and you could be like it's cosplay and the person at the front desk is like yeah haven't you heard of cosplay so <laughs> like but so that's like a very lighthearted one but there are enough to other options where you can make choices where i'm like did i make the right choice did i do that uh and the one thing that's that uh stowed, showed up a lot in the uh in like the trailer that was played at what in one of the uh nintendo directs is they're like you could go to your therapist which <laughs> which is accurate but it's also like this this therapist is also it's like half therapist half like handler giving you these missions so there's like a lot of implications of like is there something shady going on is there something that could uh, be very hotline miami-esque yeah yeah it's uh it's, so it's very like there are a lot of times where i like i i am only a you know handful of missions through so i'm not very far and i'm already like should i trust every i like it, it's it's a, it's immediately like what do you trust and setting up some interesting story beats that I'm really interested to see uh, where it goes. But yeah, it, it's, it's really good so far. And I definitely recommend it if it sounds at all interesting to you. Um, it's tricky so far, but uh, you know, in, in a very hotline Miami way. So it's, it's, it, it, it's not like when you die, it feels like it's this, it's like super punishing or anything. Uh, so two things. Yes. Now one is I think this game got like the no rating rating from the Australian board because of the way they submitted it. So it can't be sold there right now. Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. And then also on the Steam page, they have a screenshot of the conversation you were talking about with the anime stuff and the options it gives you when the person says, Ooh, I love anime. Who are you supposed to be? You can answer Pinkachu or obviously Shinju Sakamura from EX versus X Sakura Redux 2. So yeah, that's, yep. that's and, a pretty good anime name. <laughs> yep. And that's definitely the option I chose. Sounds like a Capcom like fighting game. Yeah. So it, but it's it's a. Uh, yeah, I, I'm actually I, I'm actually really interested in like it. The, it might the be whole, drug use. Y- y- oh yeah, that's, there's there's definitely. I, yeah. There is definitely oh, yeah. drug use. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But that's, 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 uh, happy 420, everybody. <laughs> well, it, it's one of those it was where that kind of drug use. <laughs> you, it ex- well, your, your neighbors are very into the 420. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's not so bad. Well, yeah, but you're, you're into the other, into other stuff too. Hmm. Uh, well, it, it's, it's one of those things where it, the white it, devil. It, I see. <laughs> well, what about Steve Jobs? white devil, white devil. Well, it, it, it it's, it's one of those things where it would be, I feel like 
the content of the game would be really difficult if it didn't have some drug use to an extent. Um, <laughs> Is the drug use how they explain like the time dilation? Yes. Uh, oh. Okay. I'm thinking like a game designer. <laughs> yeah, but there's but there's also other stuff. I, I was just in a situation where a uh, somebody offered me a lot of coke, and I was like, uh, good, I'm, "I'm good, thanks." And he's I'm not thirsty. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. How okay. bad do you want to slow down time? <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's 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 fun so far, and it's only uh, fifty dollars, which I feel like is very legit for it. So yeah, that seem I, this everything I'm seeing and hearing about this game makes it seem like something I'd really enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's also it's also from Devolver Digital, which I, I feel like I, I I they're generally a good mark of quality in terms of indie titles. Yeah, they're usually. Pretty, so, pretty consistent. Yeah, so I, I I like whenever I see their name pop up on something, especially if it pops up on Switch, because I'm really predictable. Uh, that's that, that'll definitely get me my attention. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, everybody should check out Katana Zero if they'd like. Uh, I think it's very good so far. And I, uh, I got into a part where it was a little bit difficult, but I'm going to try, you know, fight my way through it because the story is interesting. Um, so has anybody else played the, any of the DLC for, uh, Smash Ultimate? Uh, I have not played the Joker stuff. I am too broke to buy it i played some smash last night but i did not play any of the new stuff yeah uh which uh, i i definitely get that uh but i got the joker stuff and not it all of us can have a birthday not all of us can, not all of us can justify spending too much money because i'm just like i it's my birthday i could deserve i deserve it oh, uh, no, I, I can do that i just can't have a birthday uh, but yeah, it's, I, I, I don't know how much there is to say about it. Uh, just that it's, it's, I really like how much of the style of persona five that they incorporated into smash. Yeah. I really uh, like, especially, sorry, the, yeah. the stage that they added looks really good, especially when it brings in the persona three and persona four flavors of, of the stage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then there are just certain points, like uh, one of the things that you do with Joker is that you have to build up a gauge to uh, get your persona. And, and every so often it like pops up with the persona and like the kind of cut in with it. Um, and then also like the final smash is... Is it an all-in attack where you like shoot them and they yep. get knocked over? Okay, good. Yep. It's an all-in attack, so you see you see characters pop up. Uh, if you win, it has the victory screen. It is very much like you're going to. It is very going all in on Persona Five style, which is great. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm quite good at playing with Joker yet, but uh, the whole uh, building up that gauge is pretty interesting, especially since you build up that gauge by getting damage and also deflecting damage. So there's just, there might be an element of like uh skill with that, that I haven't figured out yet, but yeah, it's really cool. Actually. It, it is. It is cool. I I've, I've played through the classic mode with Joker, uh, but I haven't tried any online with Joker yeah. yet. Cause I am chicken. 
but uh, yeah, it's, one thing I is, saw. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I saw that like because they've got the spirits uh, in the game, and one of the spirits is Futaba, and it's just an inkling, <laughs> orange hair, which that's exactly what Futaba looks like. Yeah, totally. Also, you can put a teddy head for the Me Fighters. What? Yeah, you like do? Teddy from Persona Four. Yeah, I think I saw a teddy head. <gasps> I think you but have to buy it separately. I'm super into Maybe. That. I don't know. Because it goes on top. It's like, it's not like replaces the head. It's Teddy's face on top of the head of the Mii Fighter. Does, does, like it have, does it have the zipper on the bottom of it? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I hope it does. I only but, saw like a screenshot in like the news thing of the uh, of Smash, but yeah. Fair enough. Um, one of the things I really liked in the reveal, or not the reveal trailer, the uh, trailer that came out just before it came out, like they kind of revealed the way his skills work and stuff like that. It's like, oh, the announcer is like, oh, he has this special ability, gun. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's just so straightforward. It's hilarious. He has special ability, gun, and now he can give Kirby gun, which is uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, doesn't yeah, I, yeah. There have been characters with guns. Uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale Two is really shaping up to be an incredible game. Got Cloud. Stop Snake. it! You can't say that out loud. It hurts. Rip. It would be so no, good if I, they did it. I, but yeah, maybe. I'd, I like the mechanical difference between PS All Stars and Smash. While it is clearly inspired by Smash, made it a different thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I enjoyed that game. I'm just. I don't know if they can do it again. The stages. Were I, so I don't good. know if they can make it like actually. I don't know if they can make it something that was like that actually had legs because that game died off pretty quick like they kept like you know there was like a community but it wasn't like it wasn't huge there was a, one of the items was like a photorealistic fish that you slap they could with. they like could release it on like a, a playstation console that will be playable like if they were to put it out on like whatever ps5 i don't know yeah and then you could actually play it like the problem now is what you, you yeah you, you can't go back to your it. vita yeah. like that's that's the that's the only reasonable way to play it. Mm-hmm. Nobody has PS3s laying around. Is it on PlayStation now? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it'd be very good there. PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale now. Uh, I played it in the last eight months on my, uh, and I still found online matches in like thirty seconds. So people are still playing it. One hundred of your favorite PlayStation characters drop onto an island. Mm. that's the problem yeah. is they couldn't call it battle royale now because that's what people would think yeah yeah also there aren't 100 playstation characters cat <laughs> cat was pretty cool in those games yeah in that game uh was that a pay no she was free wasn't she i don't even remember uh anyway speaking of games that have amazing animation and cool style allison Oh, yeah. Uh, I also <laughs> treat myself to Capetta on Switch. I don't know how much more I have to say about it because I feel like everybody knows Cuphead at this point. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's still really good. It, it, the The Switch part feels really, really great. Like, there aren't any... I haven't run into any issues or any frame rate things. Are, it, it just are runs you playing as Cuphead or Mugman? Uh, usually Mugman, but you can kind of switch between them. But... Mm. Usually, usually I'm more of a mugman type, but okay. okay. 
if you're feeling saucy, you go cuphead. Yeah. Well, I, I also just kind of wanted to check like, or or is it, if you don't feel saucy, you go to cuphead. You always feel that's my secret. I, I always I'm feel always saucy. I'm always saucy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm still incredibly terrible at that game. But I think the uh, look if that game was on Game Pass. I think it is. I I'm I still never beat that game. I got to like the second to last boss and when I know what I need to do, I just can't do it. And yeah. So I, I never beat. Is that the dice one? Yeah. Yeah, that like, I can I can get through. Yeah, I can like get through all the dice stuff fine, but I can't get to the get, like through the hand stuff. It's yeah, it's no good. Yeah, I, I I don't know how far I'll get into this because I I I didn't get close to beating it. I was I think I got stuck on one of the last bosses of the second island, mm-hmm. but I I you know it's on switch which i i am a fan of so uh but yeah it, it looks it looks perfect it it feels really great on switch so uh if you're looking to play it on the switch i it, yeah i i really want to play it on xbox because uh i think it would look pretty awesome in 4k um but it's still like $26 to buy it, which not taking that, not saying that it's not worth that amount of money. Cause it's an awesome game, but since I already have it on PC, right. I kind of feel bad spending that much oh, money to buy it again on Xbox. When I feel like that's a game that given and how it was published, it would be great if it was on game pass, which I have, but yeah, that's my, my, no, I, I get it. I, I, I do know if I would have uh, bought it, uh, which it's uh, $20 on switch. I don't know if I would have bought it without the, it's my birthday. So fuck it. Well, it's also <laughs> then too. It's a little different. If you're, I feel like switch ports are slightly different from than going from PC to like Xbox or PS PlayStation consoles. Like that, that's, it makes more sense to me to be, to be able to take it on the go to spend the, the premium to get it again. Although I, I, I don't know how much I'm going to play it on the go. Cause uh, I don't really feel like throwing my switch across the, uh, on a bus, <laughs> just like well, taking my switch. And, just and also it, it is kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. I remember it feeling pretty good when I played it last with analog sticks, but uh, that switch D pad on the joy cons sucks. So if you wanted to play it with a D pad, uh, I don't imagine that with a joy con would be the way to do it. Not that the pro controller is any better, but I don't know. <laughs> oh God, that game with a pro controller. No, <laughs> uh, I heard someone, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I heard I, someone talking about how great the pro controller is, which generally I agree, but they didn't mention the caveat of the D pad. Maybe they haven't used it. I don't, but how, I mean, do people yeah. not, do you not like lovingly caress a new controller and feel each of its parts and understand no, I'm not a pervert. <laughs> this is a good thing. This is a bad thing. You're not a gamer is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> also other tangent. I did a survey for battlefront two recently where they asked if they were asking, like, if you like the direction the game is going, which I was like, yes, yes. I really like this game now. It's really good. Keep doing what you're doing. And I tried to answer it as honestly as possible. It's kind of a long survey. And at one point they asked you if you identify as a gamer 
<laughs> Which I put in strongly disagree to yeah. because <laughs> I shall not. Like that, right. That's like a whole implication that I'm not looking Exactly. For. Yeah. Like the, at the very least, they did not put a capital G on it. But still. <laughs> next question if you rise up. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Alex. Alex doing the robot Alex. thing again. Uh, but. Yeah, did it ask you if you rise up? I, I was actually going to ask a similar question myself. Um, so, uh, good thing Alex talked about his game before his audio went out. Uh, Erica. Yes. Please enlighten us as to what you have been playing. Um, so, I haven't been playing a whole lot because I've had okay, a lot going on. on. <laughs> I've had a lot. I've had a lot going on. Um I'm studying for a big test. Um, BTS had to come back. <laughs> oh, you know what? I should have mentioned that when we were talking about Persona. The name of their new album is Map of the Soul Persona. I'm like, is that a Persona reference? And I know it's not. Listen, but- when they came out with the trailer, the trailer for the album was just Rap Monster doing a solo song called Persona. And there have been no Persona memes. Where are the memes? I want to know. That's so like, sad. They could at least they could hey. at least have them dancing like that song with like the dance Erica, all night stuff. Don't yeah. don't let your memes be dreams. <sighs> I'm uh, I don't have time. I don't have time, or I would have. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> what I've been playing instead um, is a uh, coloring game. <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a coloring game. Uh, <laughs> It's like a paint by numbers slash paint by pixel um, game, I guess. Uh, and it's just kind of just well made. It's nice. It's there's not a lot to say about it when you when you finish your drawing, it like animates. Or well, when it, you finish coloring it, it animates, which is cute and it's fun. And it has really good music. It it's not too distracting, but like. You know, like Xavier was sitting near me and he goes, is that the game with that music? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, that's a mood. That's fun. And it is. It's a mood. It's fun. (laughs) So, yeah, there's really not too much to say about it. It's like free to play. There's like um, like seven. uh, They haven't. There's like seven different uh, things you can color right now, but. I'm assuming they will add more that you can pay for eventually. Um, There's an expansion pack. There is one available on the 27th. Okay. So, all right. So maybe when that comes out, um, 30 new images free. Okay. Then I definitely will get that. Then I was going to say like the completion of all the levels takes approximately 25 hours. What? new animations and new challenges I wow guess. okay all right whatever um, this, this stuff actually does look way more complicated than what i saw in the trailer like okay i mean because yeah, like all of oh, the yeah this is really, like oh this i'm looking at it like now a whole too bedroom scene of a gamer rising up <laughs> oh so it's me yeah it's it's a whole little <laughs> it's a whole little pat scene yeah <laughs> yeah but anyway actually yeah, it's wow. more like uh it's more like sam he's got a batman a terminator and a teenage mutant ninja turtle that's on his shelf sam's, that's definitely sam's bedroom that's not i i, I live i live with a clean bedroom 
I just have a DS on my nightstand. The creator of this game, all the other games that he has put out are like weird, horny anime games um, Good that are also free to play. Um, <laughs> well, I, I like the emphasis on that. Those are free to play. So wink if we want. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> so if you're into horny anime. <laughs> Mojo XXX. They're Mojo probably Hana, paying to say Hanako, Mojo yeah, 2, Mia. Wow. It's just okay. like bloody walls. Open incognito <laughs> tab. Whoa. I don't like that. <laughs> bloody walls is the name of a horny anime game. No, the world is plunged into chaos following an accident at a bioweapon research facility. A hundred percent of the earth's population is now horny girls. No. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> there's I believe you. Blocks infection from the airborne strain of the virus, but the effect is temporary. It's just like a 2d side scrolly shooter thing. Wow. Uh, you know, usually when games have like horny stuff in them, they're like they kind of obscure it a little bit on the steam pages but if you pull up the mojo xxx steam page mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. there's just oh, stuff right there okay here we <laughs> go XX is me. zombie apocalypse has turned out to be somewhat different from what science fiction authors used to write only women oh, can the zombies you are oh, spending no. holidays on a tropical island when daisy comes <laughs> mission is to lead a group of three people who do, who try to escape to the boat wow <laughs> So what you're you're telling me is that your description was not that far off. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, wait. Um, I'm not sure if it's I recommend hum- those games, but coloring games cute. <laughs> is that a boob? What? There's there's boobs. There's definitely no, no. these, these Steam pages. Uh, I, well, this is the Bloody Balls Hardcore X2 Extended God, version. You can't keep saying that. <laughs> Bloody, bloody balls. The DLC. I don't know. Okay. Well, uh, that's coloring game. Yep. That's coloring game. <laughs> I look forward to the bloody walls. Hardcore X2 <laughs> DLC for coloring game. Game, game, uh, game of 2016. Uh, bloody walls. Yeah. Uh, but when it's DLC for coloring game. 2018, 2019. Oh, bloody walls isn't horny. I was that's why I was comfortable. <laughs> oh no, 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 no I was like horny. maybe the hardcore DLC is horny, but it like it was. But I, one of the well, items. Okay, I, well, I, never mind. The, the 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 trading cards are horny for bloody. Yeah, walls. yeah. <laughs> I, I I saw that. I was like, I scrolled that? down a little bit and then I saw what. Yeah. How how, how did you find this coloring game? <laughs> All right, so uh, oh, she's playing other games, and then also by this play bloody walls now, but um, <laughs> bloody walls. I went, oh, perfect. Trying to well, sell her was, trading cards or trying to buy trading cards. <laughs> what happened was, uh, I said to Xavier, um, "I need a game to bring for tomorrow, and I don't have any energy or time or money left in my budget because I'm going to a K-pop concert. <laughs> so and he's like, oh, I heard I heard about a game. You should play this one. So really the question is, is how did he find out about it? <laughs> well, he's real into XXZ Dead Souls trial. <laughs> he said it was trending on Steam, but I don't know if I believe him. <laughs> this developer is rather prolific. <laughs> Like they've got a lot of games and they've got uh three releases for this year or not counting what's already come out. Like yeah, they've got wow. They've already released 
three things this year, including coloring game. Wow. Okay. This person moves quick. Uh, so, uh, well, that's all cool. Uh, I guess I'll talk about my game now. Uh, I have been playing the surge, uh, which is free on or free quote unquote on uh, PlayStation plus. It is a sci-fi, uh, souls like game. If Lord of the Rings is dark souls, then the surge is like, I don't know, star Trek, maybe. No, uh, none of those things track. No, okay. I appreciate that you tried though. <laughs> uh, I, I don't watch Star Trek either. No, no, it's no, it's it doesn't track. I don't think. Uh, but yeah, so the, the search is more like Alien. That's kind of what. It, yeah. I know that there aren't a ton of aliens necessarily. Yeah, that that's that more appropriate. Yeah, uh, it's not so retro futuristic, which I appreciate because retro futurism. You know, annoys me it just irks me so well, much. keep in mind at the time that alien was released it wasn't exactly retro futurist it was yeah but current like, futurist fucking monochrome screens in space get the fuck out of here that's all they had in real life <laughs> yeah get the fuck out of here. monochrome screens god damn uh anyway it's the coolest thing it's a good aesthetic it's the best aesthetic for sci-fi <laughs> whatever uh anyway so uh surge has a very distressing opening uh uh, so you start the game find out oh hey you're you're in a wheelchair which is okay that's cool uh and you're like you go into like this medical office you're in wheelchair for all of like two minutes maybe while you just kind of wheel around to get to where you're going uh no gameplay really and uh you are being put into like an exoskeleton so you can work and you'll, that will give you the use of your legs back. But the whole opening cutscene where you get put into the exoskeleton. Oh man. Uh, it's like, Oh, uh, subject sedated. And then the guy's like, what? No, I'm not. And then you get put like screwed into the exosuit while you're awake, which is not great. And then it cuts to black and then you wake up and everything's gone to shit all around you and you're kind of trying you don't have like any memory you're just like in the midst of like all these drones and other like workers trying to kill you basically uh which is where all the soul stuff starts coming in uh it's very it's when i say soul stuff i mean deliberate combat animations uh when you die you're running back to a corpse theoretically to pick up whatever you dropped or whatever like tech scrap you dropped uh where this kind of differs from souls games is you can bank your tech scrap uh in like the ops center which there's only one per level the levels are like discrete areas as opposed to dark souls is interconnected like every it's one world and then you're just kind of running in and out of like various places this almost sounds more like demon souls then yeah kind of except like you are like you have to progress through the level to get to the next one gotcha okay as opposed to like a hub world yeah 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 so like there is a bit of that like there is like one area you keep coming back to but it like changes and you're playing through it each time uh kind of uh but and then the combat where it differs is you can target specific sections of the enemy Mm. so you can like so you'll target them and then you like move the right stick and then instead of changing enemies like it does in dark souls it'll move to like their right arm 
or it'll move to their leg or their head, or you can, you know, you can select every piece and every if, piece. Uh, every limb and you can see head, torso, arms and legs. And by doing so, you can find like a part that's unarmored. And if you attack an unarmored part of the, of the enemy, then they'll get staggered. And then you can just kind of stun lock them and kill them. But what that doesn't get you is if you attack an armored piece uh, and then use the execution move that you get by building up an energy meter, which you get by just like comboing, um, you, you then you hit square, hold square, you'll do like a finisher move, which involves you chopping off pretty much whatever body piece you're targeting. And then you can salvage the armor from that body part. So in the, in the first time you do it, you'll then get a, a schematic so you can make that uh, armor piece and add it to your exoskeleton. And uh, then, you know, those things have like, oh, minus 20% stamina um, expenditure on running or whatever. So, and then, you know, you can mix and match those pieces all you want. And then that's also how you get the components to upgrade all your armor and stuff. So there's a little bit of like, okay, well, I need this. So I need to like focus on the head, but then their head's armored. So I can't stagger them as much. So then, okay, well, do I want to attack the arm, but then switch to the head. But if you don't attack the head enough, then you won't get to chop it off. It's all, it's very complicated, but it's like a cool, neat way to handle the combat. I think, but then it becomes a very hard to deal with, um, like multiple enemies at once. Like if I get surrounded by multiple enemies, I'm usually dead, which sucks. But, um, yeah, it's, and there's like more of a, the story is more straightforward than like a dark souls. Like it's very explicitly telling you a story. Whereas in dark souls, like you're going through a story, but it's more kind of like, Oh, you kind of try and figure out what happened. Now where this, there's like audio logs spread about and people you're talking to who have like, uh, who are like, you know, spouting, uh, exposition at you and telling you like, Oh, you need to go here so you can find this person and, you know, do all this stuff. It's really cool. Uh, usually I go like heavy weapons in like dark souls games. Cause I like, I prefer to do like big attacks, like fewer attacks that do a lot more damage. But in this one, I found some like double blades. So I've got like a thing on each arm and then they also spit fire. Oh, and so I can do like, I've got a couple different combo moves so I can do like, I'm going to hit him twice and then do a backflip and then also shoot out fire while I do the backflip. And so it gets me like distance from the enemy and also does fire stuff, which is cool. Or I can hit like R1, R1, R2, and then like I hit him and then I spin in a circle and make a circle of fire on the ground. That kind of stays for a little bit. <clears throat> So it seems like there's a lot of different combat options, even amongst like similar weapon types. They, they won't have the exact same combos. It's very neat. Is there anything that the surge does like really well? Like obviously Uh, if you compare it to Sekiro or dark souls, mm -hmm. it's not going to stand up one-to-one, but is there anything that it does that's like, yeah, that's really cool. I wish dark souls or whatever would pull that in. I think the, like targeting specific parts of the enemies is pretty neat. Um, but like, it's, I, I look forward to what they do with the surge too. 
because there's like a lot of cool ideas that I think just aren't quite executed on well enough. Like it's a little, uh, I don't know. It's sometimes I'm just, I get tired of the, uh, like the loop and like the level design it can get a little confusing. Like, or like they're con- uh, contained levels, but like, it's really easy to get lost or not know where to go. Like I've had multiple times where I had to look up a walkthrough to be like, what, where do I need to go now? Like it did, wasn't explicit enough in telling me. And in like in a souls game, you can usually just like keep progressing. Mm-hmm. There's like usually a way to go or like, Oh, well I need to turn around because I, you know, I, I, I did this thing, but now, okay. There's another way I couldn't go before because I wasn't strong enough. But I mean, to be honest with you, I think that for me anyway, like, yes, the souls games are, they have phenomenal combat and stuff. But the thing that I appreciate most about them is the way that the level levels are designed yeah. and the way they weave around the, I guess I should say the world, the way the world is designed, the way it weaves around on itself and stuff that uh, that's the reason I play those games, frankly, yeah. um, more so than the comments are incredible, but yeah. it, like, I'm not really there for the difficulty. I'm there because mm-hmm. I think that the world design is so yeah. stunning. And, and like, I think the, like the world, like the sci-fi, set up I, th- I don't know if you're like on a pl- i think you're on a pl- maybe you're on earth i don't know you're you're somewhere uh you go outside at one point um but but i think like the area they've set up and like the idea behind everything is really cool um it's just the like i think making them like discrete areas instead of like a big interconnecting thing kind of hurt it but like and there's like tons of shortcuts and stuff that you unlock as you go through the levels but it still gets very confusing about where you need to go uh, at times at least for me um also for leveling up you like as you level up you're putting you're like getting more power for the core of your exoskeleton or whatever. And instead of putting stats into like, Oh, my strength is going up and my stamina are going up uh, as you unlock more energy for your core, you're unlocking like uh, implant slots, I guess. And you and those implant slots are things like, Oh, I got a healing item here that like recharges when I go to the, uh, when I go to the op station or this one gives me more health. It like scales my health up. This one gives me more stamina. This one lets me see the health bars of people and things like that. So you have a lot of like customization that you can do kind of on the fly. You can't do it when you're out just like in that world, you have to be in the like med bay, but Mm -hmm. you like, you can just change those in and out as much as you want. There's, you're not like expending them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's nice to like experiment. That, 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 kind of, that kind of sounds like dead space. Maybe. Yeah. I haven't played dead space. Yeah. That's, it, it looks a little bit like dead space, obviously not the enemies, but like the, the, the world design seems a yeah. little com- yeah. comparable to dead space, but, but specifically that suit stuff, because in uh, yeah. original dead space and a little bit in dead space too, you could take those cells and like mm-hmm. place them wherever you want in your suit to give you sp- certain abilities. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So it sounds kind of similar. It's neat. It is like kind of some metroidvania types of very light like you're getting you get like a drone and then you get the ability to have the drone like hack things that you can't reach mm. and then you get the ability then you get like a new exoskeleton that 
lets you uh, like go through security doors that you couldn't go through before. And so you're, you know, you're kind of unlocking new abilities that give you incentive to go back to previous areas to like find audio logs or upgrade materials. Uh, I'm at the last boss now. Uh, nothing in the game was like so hard that like, I felt it was, you know, unfair, but like there were definitely times where it's like regular enemies would just like plow over me and kill me in like three hits. I was like, come on, man. You know, just cause I couldn't like, there was no consistency to like, okay, sometimes this guy's just going to stand here and other times he's going to charge at me as soon as he sees me and be like, wait, I, I'm in a doorway. I can't get out of the way in time. So that's, that's annoying. But does it plow you hard? Like it, like, you know, bloody walls. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I, no, not like bloody walls, but maybe like bloody walls, hardcore X2. I can't uh, remember. Has forever now. <laughs> can't remember the thing I kept saying that made Erica uncomfortable a few weeks ago, but that's shooters. Shooters. That's right. That was the, <laughs> this is the equivalent. This is the equivalent of shooter for me. <laughs> uh, so wait, we're going to make a shooter call based in the bloody walls universe. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. Great. Very you good. Color. Yeah. Yes. The surge two is canceled. It is being replaced by <laughs> bloody walls Two, hardcore X three, the schludening. Schludening <laughs> <No. laughs> is an interesting. Well, uh, we have a yeah. podcast title. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And now it is not no longer four twenty in my time zone. It is now four twenty one at 12.01 a.m. But it is and here. Hell yeah. Mary Weedsmith. Ooh. 8 a.m. <laughs> I got a bunch of texts from the weed store telling me that I should go there today. <laughs> Wait, why? why? Like, oh, best day of the year. Why are they texting you? <laughs> I mean, sometimes you sign up for customer points programs. <laughs> And you give them your phone number. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that is going to do it. I believe unless anyone has anything else they want to talk about. Place is coming well, back. Yeah. Yes. I, I forgot what date it was. So when you sent that video of the teaser, the choreography teaser, I was like, is it today? <laughs> no, it's just... not today. Soon. It, it's uh, soon. Uh, listen to the new album by Lizzo. It's really, really good. Okay. Uh, I've, I've been listening to a little bit of Korean music. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's by it's crush. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Crush is cool. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I agree. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that is going to do it for episode 69 of uh, Gaming Fix Presents, the Gaming Fix podcast. Happy birthday, I have been your host. Happy birthday to Allison. Uh, Yay, I have been you. your host, Andre Cole. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Alex, where can people find you? In the Bloody Walls Steam community. God. Mm. Nice. I hear that's a good one. Uh, Pat, <laughs> where can people find you? You can find me at JesterPC. All right. Where can people find you living your best birthday life, Allison? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. And I uh, only use uh, Instagram sporadically, but I have quite a few photos from Star Wars Celebration on there. So 
do you want to check? The car that? had a BB-8 on it. Yes, there there were multiple BB-8 cars. There was the one that was the um, Volkswagen Beetle. Like the head on the BB-8, like moved and made noises. And I'm like, I've never wanted a car more in my life. Too bad, it's a terrible car. Wait, what uh, about what? How are your shoes? You got BB-8 shoes, right? I did. Yeah, <laughs> they're very oh, good. Uh, <laughs> Erica, where can people find you? At Erica, spelled A I R E H C U H. Okay. Uh, and you can find the Gaming Fix podcast uh, wherever fine podcasts are sold and or uh, not sold. Don't just pay for the podcast. Pay for the podcast us. if you give it us. directly to my PayPal. PayPal.me slash. We don't have one of those set up. Don't say anything. No, I, don't. I, didn't say I didn't say. Me undies. Uh, no. Stamps. Me undies PayPal money for our podcast? Stamps.com.com is back, baby. Yes. Uh, Weirdly, it's just a box for you to put your credit card information. If, if the platform that you do not buy our podcast from uh, allows for... Uh, reviews and ratings please give us a rating and a review uh, we would very much appreciate it and tell your friends yeah that's even better than a review is if you tell people to uh, is that oh, i don't know a review I, doesn't take that long so you can do both how about i have that? to i have to do <laughs> shout outs to my friend joel by the way because he, he told me thursday that he pushed to get through all of the kingdom hearts games so that he could finish them all in time for us to do kingdom hearts podcasts oh no <laughs> so very flattered You're, you're infecting the world <laughs> with no. Kingdom Hearts. I wanted to play them. <laughs> I didn't convince him. Wait, so you, you're not saying maybe you should ask him for help with that boss fight? Yeah, that's probably true. Joel, Joel if you want to get at me after this and let me know how you dealt with the two Keyblade person near the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. Joel, Pat Joel. messaged me and was like at me and our friend Chris and was talking about this. And I'm like, I don't even remember this fight. Oh my God. I was so mad. I was just raging out at Chris. It's not, it's not in the original release. It's only in the, like the final mix, which is the one in the HD collection. I've only played that version once. So I don't even remember this fight at all. Joel, if you've been norded, just blink twice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gotcha. Yep. Okay, that is going to do it for us. We will see you next week when our regular programming uh, resumes. That'll be a nice podcast, but it won't be double nice like this one. Yeah. Uh, so long, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. bye.